Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Jared Kirkwood, your host for today. Now, as we're continuing on in this little mini-series And before we get into today's reading, again, just a quick warning that this content may not be suitable for younger listeners. I'd encourage you to take a minute and pause and then pick back up when you think it is appropriate. Okay, today's reading is the same passage as as yesterday's, actually. It's Proverbs 30, 18 to 20, and we're going to spend a few minutes unpacking it a little bit further. It says this, There are three things that are too amazing for me, four that I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the sky the way of a snake on the ground, the way of a ship on the high seas, and the way of a man with a young woman. This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. So again, uh, quite a stark picture, a contrast between beautiful, mysterious things and then the picture of an adulterous woman who uh, eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. Really, you can feel the moral separation of committing an act and having zero attachment to it, right? Here's the principle that uh, we want to kind of look at here today. It's that our hearts go with our bodies. This is a part of God's design that we cannot initially separate the physical from the emotional. You and I are hardwired that way. So there's a reason why everybody remembers their their first kiss. You do not remember every kiss of your life. You may not even remember the last kiss that you had, but I would bet that you remember the first one because that was an emotionally supercharged moment in your life. It was a moment that that felt different than so many others. It was a physical act that had a depth of emotion to it that is forever seared in your memory. Right? That's kind of a fascinating thing, isn't it? That the way God designed us, that our emotions and the physicality of some of our actions, my gosh, those things are so uniquely intertwined. They are inseparable in some ways. But over time, if we don't treat sex with the respect that it deserves, our body and our heart begins to detach. It's a little bit like that, you know, the the uh, the story of the frog in the boiling pot of water where you put a frog in a pot and you put that on the stove. And while the water is normal, as the pot boils, the frog, it's it goes so slow enough that the frog doesn't realize what's going on around it, that eventually it's in a boiling pot of water. Right. So many people wake up after years of temperature change only to realize that they're in a troubling spot. When we engage in sexual promiscuity and shut off our emotional connection from the physical or sexual act, eventually it's the emotional side of us that is lost. We lose our ability to feel. We lose our ability to be emotionally connected because we have been physically promiscuous. When we commit a bunch of sexual acts outside of marriage, and we attempt to detach the emotional part of who we are, what we lose is the emotional part of us. We may still do those sexual things or those physical acts, but what we lose is the emotional experience, the emotional connection. We lose the ability to experience what God designed for marriage. 
which what he designed is that we would be wholly and exclusively belonging to another person. You see, I want to draw a little parallel here and it and it has an end, okay? So bear with me on the analogy, but I couldn't help but think about this as I was preparing for today's episode. So Jesus in John chapter 15, he describes his relationship with believers and he uses this agricultural analogy. He says, "I am the true vine and you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Remain in me, and I in you, and you will produce much fruit. Okay, so here's the picture of an intimate union, that Jesus is the vine, and we are the branches. And when we remain in Jesus, and Jesus remains in us, the Holy Spirit will produce the fruit of the Spirit within us. It will become evident and demonstrated in our life. There is a result of the union that happens between the vine and the branch. So why am I bringing this up? Because intimacy inside of a marriage relationship has that kind of connection. There is that kind of depth in the relationship. And the result is only possible when a man and a wife, man and a, and, um, um, uh, and a woman wholly and exclusively belong to one another. So I'm not saying that this takes the place of the Holy Spirit and producing fruit in a person's life, but I'm just trying to draw a parallel between what an intimate connection looks like. That when we remain in one another, when our sexual desires remain within a marriage relationship, there is a result, a depth, and a connection between a husband and a wife that is beyond any other kind of relationship. And it's absolutely beyond any other kind of sexual act. Now, I would imagine that just as you're listening to this, that there's perhaps just the feeling of guilt or shame that you're feeling. And guilt was not meant to be an emotional byproduct of sex. But sex outside of marriage will pretty much always produce guilt. You're going to have that feeling of like, should I have done that? There's that regret. There's that concern. And that right there is part of what happens when you and I engage in something that is outside of what God designed. It's just going to be a natural consequence of that. So for those of us who are single or who are actively engaging in sexual activity now, my hope is that you are awakened to the subtle detachment occurring between the physical act and the emotional connection that God designed for you. Like perhaps you are that frog in the pot, but the good news is as you're listening to this, there is still time to get out. It is not boiling and you are not done. There is still time to get out. Now, it's not just single people. It's not just those who are single, widowed, divorced, and who are trying to figure out how to build relationships with another person that are in, you know, that can find themselves in this place. This is true for married people as well. Some married people struggle still with an emotional connection within the marriage. So why, why is that? Why is it if a couple is engaging in sexual activity with one another and yet there still lacks to be an emotional connection? Well, it could be a couple of things. It's possible that there is something from your, you know, earlier on in your life. There is, um, there is leftover sin, baggage, shame, or guilt from the way you were before your marriage that you've yet to deal with that perhaps you've yet to offer it to God and to say, God, I need you to help me with this, that you've yet to share with your, your spouse, that you've yet to do some perhaps counseling or therapy for, that will allow you to be free from your former life, which will increase your ability to have emotional connection within your marriage. Or 
it may not be a part of your previous portion of your life, but instead it's because you are still engaging in sexual promiscuity somewhere outside of your marriage. That may be adultery. That also may be pornography. We're going to talk a little bit about that in the next couple of days. There may be a part of us that is still developing or practicing sexual acts outside of our marriage, and it's causing an emotional disconnection within our marriage. And so I want to invite wherever you are, whether that's in our singleness or in, in a marriage relationship where there's a lack of emotional connection, I want, to, I want you to invite God to bring those things to the surface of your mind so that you can offer it to him, that you might bring whatever is coming to your mind to God and say, God, would you help me with these things? Because if you're listening to this podcast, if you're reading through the annual read, you're a part of the church, God, you are pursuing after God and God is pursuing after you. And healing is going to be the result of that. And so a good doctor can only provide healing to the broken areas when the doctor has a good understanding of what is broken. And so God wants to engage in a conversation with you about the areas that are broken so that he can provide healing to those areas. So we invite God to say, bring it to the surface of my mind so that God, I can offer it to you and trust that you as the the great doctor in our life, would you heal and restore us to what you always designed for us. So allow me to pray for you in this moment. God, just in the stillness here, as we are looking at some, some challenging proverbs because they live in such contrast to the world that we are currently in, God, we ask that you would bring to the surface of our, our minds any, um, any fault area of our life, any guilt, any shame, any brokenness, God, any habits that we might have, God, things that are separating us from the original design of where sex is to be in our life. Would you bring those to the surface of our mind? And then, God, would you give us the courage to loosen our grip and to give those things to you? Father, we need you to heal and to restore us, and so we ask that you would do that. God, would you free us of the captivity we feel from some of our shame and our guilt? Allow us to see that when you um, saved us, when you redeemed us, that, God, you see us as fully free people. And what you, what you desire for us is what you designed for us, that we might live in perfect union, free to be with you and living out in the way that Jesus modeled for us on this earth. So God, thank you for what you do in our lives. We pray all of these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.